Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast, and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you've ever thought of hosting your own show, then I've now put together a bunch of different options for you. Whether you are a solopreneur or a big brand and you both want to have your own podcast, I've now got a course called Ultimate Podcast Mastery. I've got coaching programs, Alex's Inner Circle, and I've got an agency, Podpreneur, that creates done-for-you podcasts. So if you would like to create, launch, and grow your own show with no experience, no knowledge, and no tech skills, then simply go to ultimatepodcastmastery.com. That's ultimatepodcastmastery.com. Welcome to episode 303 of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, on this Saturday solo episode. Probably the last time I'm going to say this, but Happy New Year. Hope you um, had a good Christmas and have a, had a great start to 2021. But look, if you're struggling, I get it. If you're in a funk, I get it. I've been there myself. I'm recording this uh, day before it's released. Um, the content that I did have planned to release, um, I've decided to change because um, I wanted to share my thoughts with you. Um, I know this podcast goes out to over 150 countries now. Blows my mind every time I say that. But we've gone into another lockdown here in the UK, a national lockdown, 3.0. And I wanted to share my thoughts on that and also offer you some practical help on how to get through it based on what I've found works for me, which comes from the guests that I've interviewed over the last four years. So, um, you know, these are my thoughts. You know, I've I've been struggling to get back into it this week, you know, starting on um, the 4th of January, the Monday, I thought I'd be, you know, ready to go, pumped for the new year. I'd had a really good, relaxing Christmas and New Year with my family, my wife and two girls. Um, not the Christmas, you know, that we we, we planned. Um, we literally uh, stayed uh, in with uh, the, you know, two families like we, we were meant to, which is basically my, my in-laws. Um, and, um, and that was it. So a lot quieter than I would normally have. Um, you know, didn't get to see any of my friends. Um, but I thought I'd be relaxed, refreshed, ready to go because um, I've been, you know, working on my roadmap for 2021 uh, throughout Christmas and New Year, working on a few other things, a, a course as well that I'd bought, I'm working on. Um, but 
I didn't know what to do Monday. I really struggled. Um, and then, you know, because we, we knew here in the UK uh, that something was going to happen. You know, the media started leaking stuff, you know, that um, – and it didn't take a genius to work out that something was going to have to be done um, because of the pandemic, because of COVID. Uh, we knew that we'd, something was coming um, and it's just been – you wouldn't you wouldn't wish it on anybody in the to have to make those decisions, but it's you know my opinion is that it's you know a catalogue of disaster after disaster. You know, whilst the rest of Europe, for example, was locking down over Christmas and saying you couldn't travel, we were doing the opposite over here, and people clearly did that because now um, at this point of recording this, it says you know our health service is about to break. Um, the hospitals could become COVID only hospitals that one in 50, every one in 50 people had COVID last week in London. It's one in 30, apparently. Where I live in the southwest down here in Poole in Dorset, it's like the lowest, one in 150, I think. But still, um, you know, one of my close friends um, got it recently from my, my like, local inner circle. And it kind of felt like, you know, the net is closing in. COVID is, is, is closing in. So um, I wasn't ready to go on the Monday. And when, you know, the, la- the national lockdown was confirmed, which by then we knew was coming. It took me until Wednesday, you know, a good couple of days to get my head back in the game, um, to get out. Well, I was definitely in a funk, you know, a head funk. So I just wanted to say you're not alone, you know. Um, we've all had those thoughts. I remember, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable to think this has been going on for nearly a year now. It's insane. Um, it really is, uh, you know, if somebody landed, an alien landed on this planet, I would wonder what the hell was going on. Throw in that what's just happened in the US with uh, this Congress being stormed um, by somebody wearing what looked like a buffalo outfit with horns and, and all that. I mean, you'd literally be like, let's go, and, let's go and look at another planet. Let's move on from this one. They've all, uh, it's a lost cause. But look, I'm, I'm back in the game and I wanted to share with you some of the things that I find works for me um, because not everybody knows how to get out of this. Maybe, you know, it's so easy when you get news like this to just give into it. Um, and, I, you know, I don't watch, read, listen to the news anymore, but you can't help it. It permeates every part of society now, doesn't it? You know, the the, the pandemic. So knew it was coming and, but... You know, I wanted to share a bunch of stuff with you, which is, you know, like hopefully this podcast, you know, positive um, information, education, um, humor even that you are um, absorbing, you know, surround yourself with positive uh, news people as much as you can, because otherwise, you know, do not give in to uh, lying on the sofa in your pajamas, watching Netflix, uh, scrolling aimlessly on your phone. It's easy to do. I get it. We've all been, you know, lost down rabbit holes over the last couple of days on our phones. Um, uh, I, I put my hand up to that. And, you know, I, I love the fact I took myself off, which again, apologies. Those of you who follow me on social media, took myself off social media, um, over Christmas and New Year, pretty much. You know, my team was still putting out the podcast on there, but I took the majority off and it's great and you need to do it regularly. Um, you know, that digital detox, I, I feel, is is key. So um, 
Look, for me, I want to share some practical help with you, but just to say you're you're not alone. Um, speak to somebody anyway, you know, reach out. There's a lot of help out there if you search for it. Um, and for me, you've got to have routines, habits, rituals to structure your day, um, which I've adopted from the guests I've had on this show. I've tried stuff. Um, if it if it works for me, I keep it. If it doesn't, um, I move on from it. And I advise you to do the same, not necessarily model what I'm doing, but find stuff that that, that works for you. And it's you know, I've done episodes on this before, and it's always in the top 10 most uh, popular episodes uh, at the end of the year. So you've got to do something mental and physical. I want to get that point home before I kind of dive into this. Uh, you, you've, you've got to tap into both sides of things, the mental side of things, you know, in your brain and um, the physical side of things with, with your body as well. Um they're totally related, you know, with one helping the other. So um, you've, you've got to do both is is my advice. And as I say, try, experiment what works for you, but um, try and put some structure together. You know, we're all at home now. Um, not all countries in the world are like this. I know I can see friends out in Bali. I've just come back from Dubai, which I was very lucky to go to after I did, um, you know, working with one of my clients, a festival of enterprises, directed there, you know, put together that two-week festival of startups at the end of November, up to eight sessions a day. My head was literally about to implode. Um, so I was very lucky to go over there for a couple of business opportunities. And it's like there is no pandemic, but wearing a mask to go from restaurant A to restaurant B, you wouldn't know there was a pandemic. There's no information. There's no figures about COVID, et cetera. Um, so I know not everybody listening to this might get what I'm talking about, but I want to share this with the majority of you. And if this literally helps one person get their, their head back in the game, get out of a funk, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's depression, isn't it? You know, it's anxiety, um, it's fear, it's all of these things. But, you know, I'm a great believer in that saying that, you know, this too shall pass. This is not here for the rest of our lives. We do not have to live like this. We cannot live like this. Um, so look, this is what works with me. I have a morning routine and I have an afternoon stroke evening routine. And look, I don't always nail this 100%. I don't want to make out that, you know, this is a lifesaver and I do this religiously seven days a week, 365 days a year because I fail at this as well. But the key is not to build, beat yourself up about it. It's it's to have some kind of balance Um you know, I don't know if you want to call it work-life balance, you know, physical, mental balance. Um, I don't know what you want to call it, but for me, I just need to have some structure, which is, I think, why I get on so well with doing 75 hard. Those of you who who know that I've done that program uh, a couple of times and on the verge of jumping back in again, because I just need some kind of discipline structure in my life, uh, some kind of goal that I can chase, um, but not beat myself up when, I don't nail everything 100%. So I'd probably say out of five working days a week, I would nail this three times a week. Um, and then the other two times I might get pretty close. And then at the weekend, I don't follow this. Um, and then in the holidays, I don't. And, and 
I'm, you know, I don't know, I'm second guessing myself thinking maybe I should have kept this up during the holidays because then it wouldn't be such a struggle to get back into it. So that's something I'm thinking about at the moment. But let me share some advice with you guys. So this is how I roll. Um, these are my routines. And again, take what works for you. Try it. If it doesn't work, try something else um, and just think you could try a different version of this, a different physical exercise, a different mental exercise. Just find out what works for you. I'm not saying you have to get up at this time, do this specific exercise, but I just want to share this um, and help you put some, some kind of structure, discipline um, in your life if that helps you get through this time. Um, okay, so for me, morning routine. Um, I find that I, I can get more done in the morning, that I'm a morning person. I don't struggle to get up in the morning. Yes, I have struggled to get up this week because I've taken two weeks off and I've slept in and I've banked, banked that sleep, which I don't normally get as much. Um, but you could do more, you know, in the evening. But I find these days, and when I was at uni, it was different. I was much more of, I could, my, my energies were better at night and in the evening. But now it's the other way around. I work better um, when I get up earlier. So I get up at 5.45 in the morning. Um, I come downstairs. First thing I do is literally make myself uh, a hot drink with lemon. I just squeeze some lemon into that. Um, and that's designed to kind of, purge your, your, your body of impurities, um, gets your, you know, internal organs working again. Um, you know, I, I'm, um, great believer in that now, uh, and it helps with load of ailments, read up on it. Um, I've, I've recommended it to people and they've had all sorts of ailments like gout and things like that. That's helped them that they've told me. So that's the first thing I do. Um, I then do my gratefulness diary. So I'm grateful for three people or things in my life. And that could be from, say, my uh, significant other, i.e. my wife, through to I could be grateful for the sun beaming down from the sky and warming up my weary bones when I was in Dubai. So it can be anything uh, and anyone. So I do that. I then remind myself um, what's my one thing. What's the one thing that I need to do today that will move me and all my business forward in life? What what has to get done today? I can't finish today until I've completed this one thing. Is it an email? Is it a Facebook Live? Is it a podcast episode? What is it? Identify your one thing, okay? Go with your gut on that one, okay? I'll also have a quick look at... Um, the other actionable tasks that I need to do. So my schedule for the day. So I, I if you try and do, in some people have to-do lists with like 18 things on there, you ain't going to get it done. It's only going to give you a feeling of um, being unsatisfied with yourself and you're going to beat yourself up about it. So make it achievable. Give yourself five actionable tasks that need to get done that day, Okay. Um, and by the way, if you need any help with any of this, it's alex at screwitjustdoit.org. And you can go to screwit.justdoit uh, on Instagram. That's our page there if you're not already following us. So gratefulness, um, my one thing, my four other actionable tasks that need to get uh, done that day. Um, and then I do something physical to move, to stretch. Um, and for me, it's yoga. 
Um, and I've got some at the moment. I wouldn't say they're rehabilitation exercises, but I just had some muscle tightness before um, Christmas from all the running I was doing. So I was building up to running a marathon. I got up to 18 miles uh, it was my longest run, and then it was bloody cancelled, of course. It was the week before Christmas. I meant to do the Portsmouth Marathon. That was cancelled. So I was just getting a bit of repetitive strain um, in my hip. So um, so I do those those exercises. I incorporate that into the yoga, and I, I recommend a guy that I follow, um, Richie Norton from the Strength Temple. He's on FIT, F-I-I-T. You might have listened to my episode with them on here. Um, he does classes on there. He's awesome. He's like a snowboarding surfer dude. He lives out in uh, Wales, uh, former ex professional rugby player so you can kind of work out why I resonate with uh, his brand of yoga and he's just got a great voice and he, he seems like a super cool dude somebody another guy I would love to have a beer with so um I do yoga and I do about 25 minutes when I'm doing 75 hard I've got to exercise for 45 minutes twice a day um but it's too long for me um uh, 25 minutes works for me so again you see what I'm saying don't be a slave to going I've got to work out for 45 minutes I find that 20, 25 minutes is good enough for me to move my body. Um, and I got into yoga about 18 months ago, and now I love it, and it works for me. Uh, I started getting really severe hip pain again um, in the new year, and I was going to go and see a physio. I was going to go and see a bunch of people to get it fixed, and I just decided, you know what, I haven't done my yoga for good two weeks. Haven't done it seriously for a month since I got back from Dubai. Plus I was in Dubai for 10 days. So add it all together. And I literally did two days of yoga and boom, no pain, zero pain. And maybe it's just because I've been sat down, you know, like everybody else watching Netflix or Amazon video, um, enjoying myself over Christmas and New Year. And I just needed to move. So move people. Um, I'm also going to intersperse that uh, next week with uh, strengthening sessions using kettlebells that I've got, um, which I have used before, used them back in the summer. I haven't used them for a while, but I, as I ramp up my running again, and I'm going to train for another marathon now. And if the marathon is cancelled, I'm just going to run another one on my own. I really don't want to run another one on my own because it's just not fun. Um, it's just an endurance test, but I will do it if it means doing it on my own. Um, so that's my physical thing that I do. Um, what do I do after that? Um, guess what I do? Those of you who follow me on social, usually my Instagram at Alexander Chisnell, uh, where I share all my stories. So I take myself off to the sea. I ping down to Sandbanks. No, I don't. I'm telling a lie. I'm telling a lie, guys. So these are things that you, so there's three things here that take half an hour, 10 minutes each. You Before I go down to the sea, I put these in my morning routine, okay? These three things, 10 minutes each. But they used to be my evening routine. That's why I nearly skipped to the sea already. Um, but I've put them into my morning because I find that I've got more time in the morning at that hour before uh, my family gets up rather than in the evening where I struggle to fit them in. I usually fail if I try and fit these in the evening. So three things. I practice mindfulness for 10 minutes a day, five days a week. It's a meditation. Um, there's a free app. There's paid apps. There's Headspace, which is paid. There's Daily Calm, which is free on YouTube. Things like that. Um, just 10, 11, 12 minutes. Um, I do a session, mindfulness, 
And it just, again, relaxes me, clears my head, um, gives me some clarity, you know, gets rid of that brain fog, that funk that I mentioned earlier. I find it really works for me. Um, I also spend 10 minutes reading. Um, so minimum of 10 pages, but I'm a real bookworm and I just devour books. I could nail a book in a day, an evening, uh, if I really get into it. So that's my second 10 minutes and then pop my evening routine. I then normally read in the evening just to relax me before bed as well. Um, but I then test spend 10 minutes on my vision. So closing my eyes and I, I, this is the hardest one for me. Trying to envision where I want to be and I can write it down. Okay. Where I want to get to from point A to point B, but I really struggle to visualize it in my mind. Uh, anyone got any ideas on how um, I can get help with that and, and, and make that easy. And look, the most successful people, if you watched, uh, what's the Netflix Michael Jordan program, um, which was epic, uh, or some of the most Tiger Woods, you know, from golf, visualize themselves, you know, hitting the golf ball, where it lands, where it rolls, every shot before they hit it. Same as with basketball, Michael Jordan, you know, shooting baskets in his mind when he wasn't on the court, sat down, envisioning them going into the basket is powerful and it does work. So I really struggle with that. So any suggestions you have with help regards to that, let me know. Alex at screwitjustdoit.org um, or on Instagram, DM me at Alexander Chisnell. Um, but those are the, so I do three blocks of 10 minutes for that. Boom, boom, boom. I do 25 minutes, I could say yoga or, or kettlebells um, as well. So, and then I spend a little bit of time, I could say maybe 10 minutes um, practicing gratefulness, um, identifying my one thing for that day and my four other actionable um tasks as well. And um, another one you can do here is journal for 10 minutes, just your thoughts. Again, I used to do this at the end of the day. I now do this uh, at the beginning of, of the day. Then I take myself off to the seaside. So um, what do I do in the seaside? You might ask those of you you don't know this. So um, I started this on May the 31st when I was starting the last section of 75 hard actually faced Phase two of 75, I think. Um, and I basically start. we started this as a, my inner circle down here, I guess, got invited to swim in the sea. And in the summer, in May, June, it was lovely and warm. And no, we don't wear, we don't wear wetsuits. We are, I think they call skin swimmers, wild swimmers, i.e. wild swimmers, you're not swimming in a pool. Um, you're swimming in the sea or in a river or you know, some other natural form of water. And I think it's really important, again, as I say, to move your body anyway, but to get out into nature every day. Um, and I do this every day. Yes, have I missed a day here or there? I have. Um, didn't do it when I was in Dubai, for example. But, and yes, at the moment, is it cold? It's the coldest it's been all year. Uh, so I'll give you an idea. In September, temperature got up to 17 degrees. That's as warm as the water got. And when I say to people, you know, how cold is it right now? Um, nobody ever gets it even close. And I was the same when I was guessing. I was like, oh, it's got to be, I don't know, minus three. That's the air temperature. The temperature in the water 
it's warmer in the water, but it doesn't feel like. Um, so for example, today I'm recording this on Thursday, the, what are we? 7th of January. Uh, the water temperature dropped down to five degrees and the sand is frozen solid. The sand is white. looks like it's been snowed on. Sand is white. There's a 15 mile an hour northeasterly wind, which is like the worst, the wind from the north, literally cuts you into ribbons. And I'm not selling this very well, am I? But, you know, new regulations here in the UK mean that you can only meet one other person to do this outside, whereas before we were six of us doing this uh, little club community. And it's meant one of the great benefits has meant being that I've spent, seen my best friends every day for seven months, um, nearly seven months, uh, which has been amazing. I have to say that's been a big benefit from lockdown, doing that, um, seeing them on a regular basis. So, and, and making new friends. I've made new friends. Never thought I'd be making new friends at, at my age, um, really. Um, so, I mean, I ne network with people, you know, I make new connections, but I mean, you know, friends that you then see every single day. Um, no. So, um, that's been a massive benefit. And what we do is, so, you know, read up on Wim Hof, the Wim Hof method. It's kind of what we do. Um, and it's going, you know, into the sea without a wetsuit and staying in the sea. Um, I used to swim out to the boy and back um, in the summer when it was warm. Now, as one of the guys said, um, instead of it turning into a fun community activity, it's actually turned into a challenge. Uh, and a challenge of endurance, essentially. That's that's what it is. It's turned into an endurance challenge because it is brutal at the moment. Every day since, I think, about Boxing Day, because Christmas Day was really sunny here in the UK and everybody was in the water. Not everybody, loads of people going in the water, most wearing wetsuits, but some not, once a year. Um, and then Boxing Day, it was grey, it was cloudy, it was colder. And then every day since, it's got colder and colder and colder until it's now, it's hit five degrees yesterday on Wednesday. It was 5.9, now it's five. So it's another level. Um, but look, I'm selling the benefits here, aren't I? Not, not, not the negatives. And for me, it's just getting out into nature, um, read up on the benefits. I won't spend too much time on this now, but... Um, it's super positive. I literally, easiest way to describe it, I feel like I've had a quadruple espresso and I'm flying till about 11 o'clock and I do this, depending on the time, uh, 6.45 in the morning. Um, now it's eight. Now the kids aren't going to school, so don't have to do that school run. Um, and at the weekend, like nine o'clock. Um, and it's just... It's really tough at the moment. Like I say, it's an endurance challenge, but you're flying afterwards. Um, your body goes from like white to pink. You're like a salmon. Um, and it just pumps um, all this oxygenated blood through your body, gets rid of, you know, all the impurities. Um, and just being out in nature uh, clears your mind. It gives me clarity. Yes, everybody who's not doing it thinks I'm absolutely mental, including my children and my wife and my mother. Um, but I love it. Um, yes, it's tough, but having done a marathon for the first time last year and doing it on my own, 
uh, and having done 75 hard, I'm, I'm into that now. I'm into challenges. I'm into pushing myself, seeing how far I can push my mind and my body, what it's capable of. Comes back to that. We've only got one life. Um, let's live it. You know, let's see what we like, what we don't like. So, um, without spending any more time on that, I'm not saying go and jump in the sea and you need to, to you know, I wouldn't say go in now this time of year because it's the coldest. If you want to do that, you want to start in um, like May, June. It, it, the best would be to start in, you know, in the summer when it's 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 warmest, uh, August, September. But just get out into nature, you know, go for a walk for 10 minutes. I'm not saying jump in the sea, go for a walk for 10 minutes. Um, focus on the little things. Look at the trees, look at the birds. Um just get out wherever you are. Try and get out every day for a short break. I'm going to tell my kids the same thing now. They're all home learning uh, again. So do that. And then I get home and look, put good things in your body. You know, my breakfast, um, I have porridge. I hated porridge all my life. and I never even tried it. But I have porridge with fruit, um, with seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, um, walnuts, um, uh, honey, all good things putting into my body. Um, I'll then have my bulletproof coffee. So that's um, coffee with coconut oil. I'll whiz that up in my bullet and I'll have one of them. Um, and then I'll have another coffee after that. And that will be me done for the coffee. So if I have two hot water and lemons, if I have two coffees, um, then at like 11, I will have my Huel. Although now that bulk, the last uh, interviewees uh, on this podcast sent me a load of great bulk protein shakes. I'm on theirs. Um, and they're awesome as well. Hey, if it's good enough for Anthony Joshua, it's got to be good enough for Alex Chisnell. So that's what I do. I have another one in the afternoon. Um, lunch again today. What did I have? Um, I had uh, like a chicken salad, for example, with uh, lots of veggies um, on there as well. So eating really healthily again now. Focus what you're putting on your body. Then I'll have another one of those, um, maybe with like an apple or handful of, and a handful of nuts kind of mid-afternoon. And again, I, I'll have when I wake up on my way to the sea, I'll have an apple or a banana in the car on the way there. So all good things, putting, you know, and, and don't have the radio on when the news comes on. Listen to a positive podcast um, when you're going out. Um, and, you know, when you are out in nature, don't listen to anything. Don't look at a screen. Just absorb what's around you, okay? Absorb what's around you. you you'll be surprised um, how inspiring that is, um, what clarity you might get from that, how it clears your brain from all this negativity that's around us, okay? Um, and look, I didn't want this to be as long as this, but you know what I'm like, so apologies. Um, to wind things up, kind of afternoon, to close things up, I will um, digitally, I will check my email only twice a day now. So maybe three, four o'clock, I will check my email, I'll check my social media notifications and respond to them. Um, I will um, review and plan my day. So what does that mean? So I will look at my, did I complete my one thing? Yes. Result, win. Did I complete my other four actionable tasks? Yes, 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 yes. Done. Um, then I will plan out the next day. And this is key. If I don't do this the day before, I'm screwed the next day. I'm in catch-up mode the whole day. Even if I do that first thing in the morning, I'm chasing my towel. So, th and this is me. This is what works for me. 
I then plan out the next day. What's my one thing for the next day? What are my four other actionable tasks? And then I will um, finish up with gratefulness. And again, say that I'm grateful, write down that I'm grateful to three things or three people um, to close things off, okay? So that's like my afternoon, late afternoon routine and then evening uh, and then on Fridays, you know, before they shut down golf courses and the gyms on Fridays, I was taking Friday afternoons off. This is a lockdown thing from May when they opened up the golf courses again until they shut them down in October. Um, and then we got out there in December again. I was taking Fridays off to play golf um, with my best friends in the open air, in nature, bit of a competitive edge to it, which I love. And it works for me. So now we can't do that. I am... Um, I'm still running, so I will either run or walk in the evenings, um, and my runs uh, are going to start ramping up again. But again, find what works for you. I will do, for me, a short run is 5K, three miles. Um, you know, if I'm doing it slow, marathon pace, I'm doing eight-minute miles. If I'm doing it at, like, my record pace, which I got down in April uh, to 20 minutes, then I'm doing that at um, – just over six and a half, six, yeah, six and a half minutes, um, which I know I'm not that fast at the moment. I need to get back to it. But training for a marathon, essentially you get slower because you're running longer distances. So I'll run or I will walk. And again, I would rather run for about 25, 30 minutes than when I'm doing 75 hard and it's 45 minutes. Um, so just get outside again into nature you don't have to do it twice a day like me. Like I say, you could just do it once a day, but I really think it's important for you um, to do that. And again, those things that you might want to incorporate in your evening routine that I do in the morning, your 10 minutes envisaging where you want to be, 10 minutes reading, uh, 10 minutes of mindfulness meditation, 10 minutes of journaling, all those things work for me, okay? They just bring me clarity. They clear my head. Running especially clears my head. I get some great ideas when I'm running as well or walking. Um, and, and you know, I don't have a treadmill, but I couldn't imagine I'd get it from running on a treadmill. I get it from going out. And key is getting enough sleep. So I've struggled with that Monday and Tuesday. So last night, the sign for me, I was watching um, some historical program. I love my history on Henry VIII. And um, half past nine, I woke up and I'd fallen asleep twice. So I was like, right, this is because I'm going to bed too late and I'm back getting up early at 5.45. I need more sleep. So for me, I want to be getting a minimum of seven hours. Um, so I want to be asleep by 10.45. Um, okay. So look, that is my practical help. If it helps one person, then I've done my job. Um, find out what works for you. If any of this works, great. I just think it's super important to uh, do something physically for yourself, something mentally for yourself, to do it at the same time every day, to basically give yourself some kind of a routine, some kind of a structure, some kind of discipline, okay? And also getting outside, if you can, is key as well, not being cooped up indoors. And lastly, feeding yourself positive things, positive thoughts, positive energy. So positive podcast, music I haven't mentioned yet. So I'll 
did my live today and I played a bit of Armin Van Buren, my favorite DJ from his State of Trance weekly show that I listen to without fail every week. Um, you know, inspiring music is key as well. I'll chuck that into the mix. Um, and, you know, getting enough rest as well and making sure you're in communication with those who are close to you who might be struggling and they might not be showing it, but have that conversation with your nearest and dearest. And, you know, those of you with kids as well, how are your kids coping with this? Um, mine have been really good, but hey, if I'm having these kind of thoughts and say my mum, who's been even more lockdowns in Wales, in South Wales and Cardiff, then I'm sure that my kids have had them as well. I'm not been seeing their best friends for great lengths of time. So that's it. I'll stop. Boom. Uh, look, if you can share this with anybody, look, this is a free podcast. That's the currency. If you've got any value from this, please share it with, with one person. And an awesome interview, in my humble opinion, was the story of Bulk last Wednesday. Listen to that. Share that with someone, um, if not this episode, or both if you can. It's a great story. £6,000 are cobbled together from the parents in 2005. 15 years later now, it's a £100 million um, nutrition uh, wellness company. Amazing story. Two great guys. Um, really enjoyed that episode. So um, share that with somebody, somebody this week. I'll give them um, a shout out as well um, for, sh for sharing uh, the, a, a social media post on um, about this show on the um, on, on their Instagram. So massively appreciate that from finding startups Big shout out. Um, thank you so much for um, putting a post out that you were currently listening to my chat with Piers Linney and you're really enjoying it. And I know you're a regular listening to the show, so massively appreciate that. Um, tag me in any post as well. You can tag uh, Screw. Um, like I say, Screw It, Just Do It uh, on Instagram is screw.itjustdoit, like that. Screw dot it just do it on Instagram and tag me as well at Alexander Chisnell to give me my full title. Um, and as always, if you can rate and review this show, it just means more people will get to see it. That's how the algorithm works. So literally scroll down if you're listening to this on Apple and, and click rate and review the show. If you've done it before, um, doesn't mean you don't have to do it again. Um, it's massively appreciated. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed sharing my routines with you. Hope it helps um, some of you out there and um, stay strong, stay healthy. If you'd like to learn how to launch and grow your own number one rated podcast like this with zero experience, zero knowledge and zero tech skills, Come and join me at ultimatepodcastmastery.com where I've just launched for a limited number of people a brand new podcast membership course. So you'll get access to my Ultimate Podcast Mastery membership course. You'll get my digital workbook, my progress sheet, my launch checklist, and all of the nitty-gritty cheat sheets, templates, and scripts the Podpreneur way. You'll also get weekly live Q&A with me 
exclusive WhatsApp group chat and entry to my private Facebook group, as well as access to all my past interviews and trainings with special guests as well. This is available for a limited time for a limited number of people. So once it's gone, it's gone. But if you'd like to learn how to do exactly what I'm doing now, then I'll show you how. Head on over to ultimatepodcastmastery.com. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It, Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It, Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It, Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time. <laughs>